When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football. And they all wear a whistle. Yeah, it's stupid. Hey, oh, thanks to DraftKings. We get to do the show because of DraftKings and enter the code Bobby Sports if you go to DraftKings and get in on it. That's right. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Thank you. Hey, Eric Wood's coming up. Love talking with Eric Wood, uh, Pro Bowler, former All American. Now on the radio team for the Buffalo Bills, and it's just like I asked him, like, what's so hard moving from center to guard? That's what he had to do. Interesting answer. I mean, muscle memory. Also, why the center got to be so smart? And I was talking to Eddie yesterday. We were playing golf. By the way, best I've ever seen Eddie play golf. It's pretty cool, hey, man. Pace, pace was great. Yeah, is that tempo? You know, once I get that tempo dialed in, I get a good round. But I won't see a round like that for the next like two years. Through eight, Eddie was one over. Man, wow. that's what yes. I said. It didn't end. As good, but it's still a really good round. Yeah, and then what happens? Eddie went Eddie. Little triples, little doubles. But Eddie played great. It's so good, I was still thinking about Eddie's round last night and texted him. (laughs) You did text me. I was thinking, I was like, dang, Eddie really played good. I need to let him know that I'm really happy for him. He played such a good round. I want to let you know, too, when you texted me, it made me feel really good. Good. Because it reminded me, too, of the round. (laughs) Yeah, it was special. It was a special day (laughs) for sure. Also, it was like 58 degrees. Eddie shows up in a a winter (laughs) hat, two jackets. I'm like, dude, it's... I don't like cold either, but yeah. this ain't gold. Yeah, like, oh, I'm, I'm Mexican. It's freezing, yeah, freezing. for me. Take but I was talking to Texas. Eric Wood about that. I mean, Buffalo, it being cold, switching positions, why the center has to be so smart. And Eddie goes yesterday, the center's got to be smart. I, I had like, no yeah. idea. So it's, it's a really good conversation coming up in just a few minutes. So that being said, let's warm it up. Let's warm it up, kids. We're about to. Let's warm it up, kids. That's what I was, I was born, born to, to do. do. Warm up question. What's your favorite TV show of all time? Eddie. Oh, I got it. Three's Company. I had to think about of it. Of all time? Oh, gosh. What? I grew up watching Three's Company. It was one of my favorite things. I'll never forget. There's a memory in my mind where I took a shower. It was like 9 o'clock p.m., and I was running, running to the living room, and I said, guys, flip it on. I want to flip on the TV to Three's Company. I want to watch Jack Tripper. And my brother goes, idiot, it's Saturday. That's only on Monday through Friday. 
And I'll do, I have that memory engraved in my mind of me doing it because I loved Three's Company that much. I liked it. I only saw it on Nick at Night, though. No, no, no. I watched it when it was live. Hmm. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's old. Yeah. It's old. There's no reason to watch it now, but okay. I'm surprised it's your favorite of all time. I think it's just kind of nostalgic for me. It reminds me of good times. It works. The good times. It was awesome, dude. That's what life's all about, right? Good times, shooting one over through eight. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Mike D., what's your favorite show of all time? The Simpsons. It's for my sense of comedy. I owe it all to The Simpsons. And they've done it forever and at a high level. Yeah, 37 seasons. You God, know what, that, though? I saw it seasons. the other day, like a, a new one, and it looks good. Like, it, it's just good quality now. Because it's funny, you see it through all the years of, like, bad quality Simpsons to now. It's like, wow, it just looks like it's a brand new show. Have they improved the cartoon? The animations, yeah. Yeah, a lot. I don't even ask that question. <laughs> yeah. So they make the cartoon look good? <laughs> hmm. uh, Kevin? I'm going to go with Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I was Solid. watching that last night, and yeah. I was... It's just just like The Simpsons. Been a going lot, for a, a long lot of seasons, time. Yeah. And just solid. Every episode is a good laugh. A couple of those guys bought a soccer team. Yeah, I've watched that. Is that a good show? Yes. It's very interesting. I haven't caught up fully yet. I'm still in the COVID era right now. It's like a minor league soccer team, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Over so in Wrexham. A couple of those guys from Sunny bought their big soccer fans. It was Rob and Ryan Reynolds, too. And Wait, so it's a real soccer team? Mm-hmm. And what's the documentary on them running the soccer team or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, so it's just one of the guys. So it's one of the guys. It's Rob McElhenney, Mm -hmm. the head guy of Philadelphia, and then Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, to me, just looks like the other guy in Sunny. So that's, I guess, why I thought that was two of them. Very true. Um, Adam. The Office. Office was the first first show that I ever binged. And uh, I think it just, like, hit me in all uh, all the comedic feels. I can still go back to it and watch it every day and always find something to laugh at. Yeah, The Office is my favorite show too. It's the first show I ever downloaded. I remember downloading it on my app on the um, uh, the iPod video. Yes. That's Ooh. actually what made that show successful because it wasn't doing great in ratings, but when they started to put The Office available for download video on iTunes, that show kind of had a second life and they were like, wow, this is another data point. Young people are downloading The Office and watching it, therefore they gave it another shot and then it started to grow from there. But The Office was my... That and Walking Dead was a massive show for me, too, for a long time. Because I just, I think, how lucky are you in your life that the world ends while you're living and you get to try to survive it? What? Oh. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Wait. You yeah, want that's, that? That's one take. That's one take right there. <laughs> Hot <fun>. take. <laughs> of millions and millions of years. I mean, listen, our life's a blink anyway, but it, it, it actually happens while you're alive that the earth is ending. What an event. I would kind of like a peaceful life, you know, where you just kind of live it. I mean, I hear die. you, but we look at things different. <laughs> You want to survive? For sure, I'm doing, I'm doing the office as well. <laughs> All right, that's our warm up. I got everybody in, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's go to the tittle tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff. How far do you think Texas A&M will fall before they buy out Jimbo Fisher? Man, what is it? Like 86 million or something? Yeah, what is 90, the number? Right. This it, year it's 80. Yeah, 86. Uh, that's a lot of money. I just down. don't think they can do it this year. They can do it. They have all the money. I mean, Lane Kiffin was talking maybe yesterday, the day before, about a coach, and he was like, yeah, you know, we wanted him here, but we got outbid for him by A&M, which that's uh, kind of what they do. You know, just kind of slides those in. That's constant. I mean, say, but oh, everybody knows, mm-hmm. right? Every, they don't get that top recruiting class. If they're not, but what they're doing, it wasn't illegal at the time. You can't now offer kids an NIL for future. They're still doing it, but you can't now. You could then because there were no rules, and we're starting to see a few rules. Listen, if they lose this week, <laughs> it's just, it's heat. It's it's hard heat. 
And when does Jimbo Fisher go, you know what, I'll take less of a buyout just to get out right. of your hair. Right. Ooh, so, would he do that? It's so much money. Let's just say he goes, you know what, I'll take $50 million in, in, in a room with these guys. You want me out of here? Because it's going to get to the point where he's not even able to go day to day without being a distraction to him, that he can do his job. And he goes, okay, you want me out of here? $50 million. That's not going to be in the news. But $50 million, I'll go. They might just do it. I don't think it happens this year. I think two things are in play. One, there's still the argument of, well, these are all freshmen. The number one class of all time, it's all freshmen. What do you expect them to come in and beat Michigan Fab Five? You don't do that on a 22-person football team where it's not as singularly based with the talent. So that's one. And so that's, okay, well, what would you expect? they were rated. They were rated really high this year, though, right? Mm, and that's yeah. probably an unfair expectation set on them as well because of that recruiting class that shouldn't translate into the next year. So that's one. But two, the other thing's going to happen is a lot of these kids are going to leave. Yeah, yeah. That, that are that were coming in, they're not going to hang around. So you're going to see the attrition there. If I'm just guessing, forty percent, maybe more if they keep losing. Some kids are going, hey, I'm going to go ahead and bow out of the season because I don't want to get hurt because I'm going to enter the portal for next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas A&M, supposedly, they're saying they're not talking about it because it's happening in-house. They just had to suspend some kids for apparently smoking weed right before a game. So it seems like that program, what a mess! as fast and loose as it's being run to get the kids there, it's also being run pretty fast and loose while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Would I go, you know what, $50 million, I'll just step out? Maybe. But yes, this year for 86, I don't think it's happening. If in the... Off season, they're like, you got to go. And he's like, well, pay me my 70 or whatever it is after this. Okay, then pay me 50 and I'll go. It could, that could happen. Or they give it one more year because he's got all the – I don't know what the end, the end, the guts of that situation is there. But it's funny to watch because I hate Texas a and <laughs> <laughs> It is funny. Same. Um, especially how after they beat us this year, they were just re- – I guess I hate fan bases depending on how they treat me mm. specifically. Mm. That's fair. Kentucky you, football. You mean like when they play Arkansas? Me as a person. Oh. Not Arkansas, no, me. Just you. Very okay. selfish. Me, 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 because they come at me and they're very, some of them are very mean to me. Kentucky basketball, awful. Kentucky football, pretty cool. Even though I'm like, eh, overrated. Yeah, because they know they're not that good. Well, because they've not, they don't have any sort of, um, I'm here and I deserve to be here and yeah. anything I don't get is on. Kentucky's cool football. They're like, well, look at us, we're doing pretty good. Uh, Kentucky basketball, awful. <laughs> They wanted to murder me when I did Matt Jones' show. They threatened to <laughs> physically hurt me. They threatened to come to my house and hurt me. I couldn't believe Dang, it. dude. Uh, Texas A&M football. Lick my butt. <laughs> Same thing. I don't even... Growing up, I was taught to not like the Texas Longhorns, but I don't hate the fan base anymore, and i tell you why, because they haven't won enough to be arrogant in a while. Yep. And it, that's what it is. It's all about winning. I hope to one day that we win enough that, I, that I'm a hated group, that the arrogance is there. That's the goal is to win so much you're arrogant in football. I mean, I know some Alabama fans, they're not bad people until they root for Alabama, and I freaking hate them. Shut up. <laughs> and I like them. I actually have friends, and I'm like, I love you in every way. Oh, the game's on? Yeah, I hate your guts. Can I, can I say the thing that bothers me about Texas A&M is that they think that 
they're there. They think they're Alabama. They beat Alabama one time, you know. They think they're Alabama, and they, they get the big head, man. Well, they have a superiority complex with Texas. Yep. And mm-hmm. they've been better than Texas for a while and made more money, but they're still not better than Texas. I always just saw it as, like, a weird rivalry where, like, A&M was like, yeah, Texas, we're better than you, but Texas like, we're not worried about yes, you. Yes, that's yeah. exactly it. That's exactly it. <laughs> we don't think about you ever. Yeah. And I listen, in, in long term, if I'm looking at macro, I like A&M better than I do Texas because I was born to hate Texas. But recently, A and M, they're just—it's tough. It's tough. Uh, that's my, that's what I think is going to happen there. They're not going to buy them out now, but I think there'll be a settlement if it continues to erode, okay. which is what's happening. Okay. All right, next. Which one lost team has the best chance to make the playoff? You got Alabama, Oregon, Oklahoma State, or Penn State. I'm going to take Penn State out because if it's close, they're not getting the look. I thought about taking them because they play Ohio State this week anyway. So good luck. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I think they're like a 12. Last time I looked, they were almost a two-touchdown underdog. Yeah, it was 15 and a half last time I saw Was it? Yeah. Whoa. Okay, I saw it was like 12 and a half then early yeah. in the week. Um, so, I mean, I would still go Alabama because of what Alabama's able to do. They're able to lose one and come back and get in we, just from history. The, prob- the difference in Alabama and Tennessee is this, that if Tennessee loses one, let's say they lose to Kentucky this week, and they only lose one, and Alabama continues to win, and they only lose one, Tennessee gets into the SC championship game. Right. Mm-hmm. So... That just makes for an itchy situation for one of those one-loss teams because then if Tennessee loses the SEC championship game and they have two losses, they're going to let a two-loss team in, which they probably won't, but let's say they do let a, two, um, a two-loss team in from the SEC and everybody else loses. They're going to let Tennessee in over Alabama probably because Al- Tennessee beat Alabama. Right. It's going to be tough. Mm. I feel like they would just let Alabama in just because they're Alabama. But Tennessee's got to play Georgia. Yeah. Tennessee's yeah. got to play Kentucky. True. It's a weird – Alabama could get in through the West, obviously – Who's gonna Who's gonna hop in over Bama? I mean, it, think it's it's a that whole West situation with yeah. Ole Miss, with LSU. LSU. Those three could still all be in play. Yeah, it depends on what happens in LSU when they play next week, and I think it is Bama and LSU. And I mean, it's, and also what happens with Tennessee and because yeah. Tennessee and Bama could play if Tennessee beats Georgia. Yeah, and Bama wins, they could play. But if Georgia only has one loss, it's just a weird situation. I may have talked you through a bunch of things that probably won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the playoff. But I go I go Alabama. Okay. And then if Oregon, they just got humiliated by Georgia. You're going to throw them in the same tournament if it's even? That's I, a big question. And they I, still have to beat USC if they do get there eventually. Yeah, but USC. And, yeah. I know, but. USC's a fraud. Yeah. Everybody's a fraud. <laughs> Everybody's a fraud. Uh, I'm going to go Alabama on that one. Go ahead. Okay. Do you think Tennessee will be looking ahead to next week's showdown against Georgia and forget to show up this weekend against Kentucky? <laughs> is that a thing? He, he loves this question. I know. You know yeah. what happens? Whenever, is that a thing? Whenever you start asking, are they looking ahead? <laughs> that reminds them not to look ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say a, a little bit. They are playing at home. They are coming off. The UT Martin game doesn't count. No. They are coming off a big win. I think they probably will be slightly underestimating Kentucky. And I'm going to say I think Kentucky gives them a run. I, I, Kentucky was like a 11 or 12 point dog when I looked earlier this week. I'm shocked to hear you say that. I, I know, me too. <laughs> I think Kentucky gives them a run. And I think Tennessee's a little too inflated right now. I don't know that they win, but I think Kentucky gives them a run. Dang, so they are forgetting about this game and thinking about Georgia. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow the whistle. Yeah, go ahead. Just because I feel like coaches are smarter than this. Like, it's not about coaches, about 18-year-olds. I, I, I get it. But, I mean, you have to remind them every single day, hey, I know you're thinking about Georgia. Stop that crap. 
Like we're in focus on one team only right now, and that's Kentucky. And I feel like that's got to be ingrained in their brains while they're practicing all week. There's no way that these teams, after over and over and over, when because it does happen, that they forget about who they're playing this week because they're so looking forward to a team in two weeks. Yeah, but it's I don't buy time it. and time again. I get it, and and I don't know why. I feel like at some point, guys, let's learn. Let's yeah, learn. Yeah, I mean, this. it's that's all coaching, right? I mean, yeah. Eighteen and nineteen year olds are generally the same if you look at a large group of them. So it's just how the coaches get them ready and prepare them. I don't know how hypos. I think they'll probably be pretty focused. Yeah, but I also I think, think they'll so. be pretty inflated in the big game. The big games next week. Yeah, we're like, not thinking about that. I know, yeah. but guys, it's like guys, if, we're not focused you, on that. You game. don't think these nineteen-year-olds are sitting around going, "All you got to do is get through this one." And yeah, it's exactly. like the big, yeah. Of course, they're yeah. nineteen. They for sure are saying that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can you imagine if we beat Georgia next week? Well, <laughs> yeah, we played <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> this week. Hold yeah. on, hold on. An interesting wrinkle though: Tennessee's defense uh, against the pass terrible. Uh, Kentucky, Will Levis could feast this week. So that's the that's the one thing that I'm looking at. For I right hope again. Kentucky wins. I think Kentucky will play well, and so I don't know that they will win. I'm not going to bet. I'm not going to touch on the game. No, not to bet. But I, I think Kentucky plays better than people think. Okay. I think they cover, but I ain't betting it. Don't take that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's next? <laughs> Going to the NFL. Does the benching of Matt Ryan mean that the Colts are waving the white flag on the season? I don't think so. I was looking into Matt Ryan's contract, and here is why they decided to move on from Matt Ryan. Not because they don't think he can't win this year. It's mostly about they don't want him next year. And so if he plays um, into next year and he gets through whatever the date is, they have to pay him an extra $10 bucks. And then if he gets through his physical, they got to pay him an extra seven. Hmm. So then if he gets hurt after that, they're just, they're just on the hook for another $17 million. And they know he's not the guy and they think Ellinger, who, by the way, jumped up in the practice. He was third string. He jumped Foles to second. They're already feeling pretty bullish about him. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But then with Ryan, they're going, okay, he's not the future. So much so that we're just going to dedicate two years to him now because we're seeing what's happening. So we're going to go ahead and move to Ellinger, who I think they believe in to have a real shot long term. So I don't think it's so much them waving the white flag this year as it is. They're now going to take a f- – I don't even want to say flyer. They're now going to take a calculated risk on the future of the Colts. Ellinger at Texas, for me watching him, it was legit. The team wasn't that good, so yeah. I don't think he had a a, a, a real time to shine. Mm-hmm. I don't think we saw how good he can be. He reminded me a lot of like a, a Josh Allen type of player. He definitely runs around. He throws well. Yeah. He I, and so when people were talking about how bad he was at Texas, I was like, I don't think he was able to actually perform as good as he possibly could have been or supposedly was coming out of high school. Uh, I, but I don't think they wave the white flag. I think they'll win some games. I mean, they're not Matt, Ryan wasn't doing anything except managing a pretty good game occasionally. Right. They also haven't lost every game. They're, are they 500 with a, with a tie? With a tie in yeah. there. Right. Yeah, right. right. Aren't they 3-3-1 three, three and one, yep. just yeah. going by memory? Yeah. So it's not like Matt Ryan came in and ruined the team. He definitely didn't win games where they should have lost. He did keep a game that they could have lost, which was that game against, was it Denver? What was the game they oh, played on Thursday night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was it Denver? Yeah, where he just manages the game just right, yeah. gets it down. But I, I'm good. I'm good with the Colts doing that. I like it. I like Ellinger. I picked him up. He's going to be my backup quarterback this year, one, this week go. in one of my fantasy nice. teams. Nice. Yes. I, so I'm, I'm kind of bullish on him. All right, go ahead. As a double-digit underdog for the first time in his career, Aaron Rodgers faces off against the Bills this weekend. Is they have a shot? The NFL's so weird. I'm going to go, yes, they have a shot, <laughs> just because the NFL's so weird. No other reason am I saying it because I don't think they have shown. And Rodgers has been calling out his players all week. So much so that Greg Jennings was doing an interview and he's like, 
you shouldn't be calling out players. Yeah. But Rogers, like, if I think again, I'm just gonna go. For, I don't have a note here. He was like, "There's 20 percent happening wrong all the time." If something like that, like players are messing up about 20 percent of the time when they're on the field. It's very young. The receiving core is very young, especially when Lazard's not able to be in. Uh, Cobb has been hurt. He's also 70. Yeah. And how fast can you move the walker? Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Watkins, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So when you put Dobbs, when you put you have these these rookie receivers, there's a lot of mess ups. Obviously, they are professionals. They should get it right. But uh, will they win? No. Just because the NFL is wacky, just because Carolina can beat Tampa, yes. just because I'm going to go, yeah, they have a shot. Okay. But I ain't betting it, and I, I'm not touching that. That's Staying a scary away. game. Yeah, I agree. A scary game. Half whistle on this. Boom. Give me look. a full whistle or nothing. Okay, I'll give you a full whistle. Yeah, it's the same level, but go ahead. <laughs> look, look. yes, the NFL is wonky, right? Like, you're like, oh, there's no way the Packers can win this game. It's weird like that. But I'm going, hell no, they're not going to win this game against the Bills. This is it. This is this is the, fi- the final time we see um, uh, Aaron Rodgers looking as good as he has looked in previous years. Guys, it is what it is. They're not good. It's too late to get it together. And they're playing the Bills. The Bills are freaking amazing. They're going to beat the crap out of the Packers. And that's going to happen. So I'd say bet it. You bet that. What, what, what was spread? Last time I saw it was 11 and a half. Yeah. Do it. It's going to be a massacre. It definitely could be. I'm not touching it just because of how wild the NFL is. At t- <laughs> it is you it saw is very Carolina wild. last weekend. Yeah, no, I, I, know. I know, but that's Tom Brady. Yeah. I, this, better year, than- this year I have no faith in Tom but Brady like, and what's going on like, over there. It's not even that. Like, Leonard Fournette. Couldn't they couldn't even run the ball? Yeah, well, yeah it's not even a Brady thing. No, I get it. They have the weapons. And, 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 don't even have the weapons. And yeah. I did think about like if there is a way they can beat the Bills, it's it's their running game for sure. Like, but I when you have that kind of option, I mean, you're playing, you're you're covering the running game, and boom, there you go. I just feel like the Bills are too good. Aaron Rodgers is not getting that. it together right now. I agree with the Bills being too good. I do think though the Packers can still come on. I think the thing about having a really great veteran but not old quarterback. Is that you can figure some crap out? I know they're trying to trade for uh, AJ Brown. Uh, no, uh, uh, AJ Green. Yes, and he's a hundred, but still yeah. he probably he knows does. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you can have people that are a hundred if they know what they're doing, if they can get to the right place. That I think they're just looking for any sort of upgrade. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going. AJ Green's going to come and win the championship for Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers is like give me somebody who knows when I say run a slant, run a slant. Right, guys, can we get someone under the age of fifty? No, to I join agree. That team? But what, would you <laughs> rather have a fifty-year-old or? A 22-year-old that can't run the plays right. No, I get it. But A.J. Green, I mean, he had played a full season in three years. I think dealing with whomever you can get. Yeah. When I saw that that's what they were looking mm-hmm. for as a trade, I was like, man, there must be nobody that they feel they can get. Right. Um, all right, what else? Last one. Do you think Bill Belichick's making the right decision this weekend starting Mac Jones? Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones has been hurt. So, you know, whenever old Zappy came in and <laughs> – Against the Bears in that first half, I was like, "Oh, we got a quarterback change." Was, by the way, they're the same. They're, they're, they look like the same. I'm telling they you, look dude. like the same. They human. I the forget. Same I saw when they were playing the, the music over the top, and they were playing Stacy's mom, and it shows Zappy looking at clipboard, going, "Stacy's mom," like singing with the music. Um, I like him, but they run two different offenses at Western Kentucky. He ran. He, I don't think he ever took a, a snap under center, Mm-mm. and they it was all is they were passing pat if it's. You know, third and one, they're probably going to pass it. Uh, Mac Jones, definitely more of a pro-style offense, run, pass, under center. He's been hurt. I think it's Mac Jones's job to still lose while healthy 
I didn't like it when they booed Mac Jones. I hated mm. that. Yeah. I felt bad for him, man. That's bad luck. That's bad luck. Bad feel. Yeah. That's a guy who took it to the playoffs last year. Right. That's a guy who's been hurt. Yeah. So I get it. Sports fans are stupid. I'm stupid when I'm a sports yeah. fan. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's Mac Jones until Mac Jones is healthy and then loses it. Also, when you don't have a real offensive coordinator, yeah. not that Patricia's not really good, and not that, but when you got split, it's just like yeah. if you have two offensive coordinators, you even have one. It's like two quarterbacks. Yeah. But. I like Mac Jones. Ask me next week. You're the you're the fan. What's happening there? I love it in the sense of going back to Mac Jones just because, and I'm also, okay, if we're going to go with him, then you just got to go with him. Stop messing with his head. I don't like what the fans did last weekend either at home. He looked bad. Their offense looked bad, but you got to stick with him. Let Who him write it out. Who do you want to be the quarterback? Mac you're, Jones. Yeah. All season? Are you committing right now to all season, and then let's, let's yeah. see what happens? Yeah, because I think we know what Bailey Zappi is. He's fun. He's electric at times, but... Mac Jones is the guy that you drafted in the first round. Mac Jones got you to the playoffs last week, so it's like... And Mac Jones has been injured. He's yeah. injured. So, ride with him. I agree. Ride with him until you decide you're not going to ride with him anymore. Yeah. And then take it, then trade him. Right. And you'll get some pretty good pieces for him. Yeah. All right, that is the Tittle Tattle. The stupidest name ever is the Tittle Tattle with kickoff. I want to go over now and, and talk to Eric Wood, who... All-American, who played at Louisville, who was drafted in the first round, who played with the Bills forever, who he mentions they offered him a contract to stay and uh, be, jo- be Josh Allen's center. It's really good. It's a really great interview. He's radio team up there in Buffalo. And so we talk about that, the Bills, what it's like to play cold, changing positions. So I hope you enjoyed this interview because I did. It was really cool talking with him. Here is Eric Wood. Eric, how are you, man? Oh, great. How about you? Hey, pretty good. Uh, super pumped to have you on. Uh, I have a lot of questions and, and I'd like to start talking about the Bills first because obviously Perfect. that's a, a big part of your everyday right now and obviously a big part of your career. When you're playing for Buffalo and it's the winter, does your blood literally get thicker and it's not as cold to you? Or are you just always miserable? You just don't act like it? Well, I'll say this. I don't love the cold. And people all the time now will say, how are you sensitive to the cold when you played your entire career up in Buffalo? Because we live in Louisville, Kentucky now. And I'll say just because you deal with it doesn't mean you ultimately like it. Now, the only time during an NFL football game, if you're playing in a really cold game, the only time you really get truly cold during the game is if you catch yourself on the field during a TV timeout. Because on the field or on the sideline, there's heat blowing from both directions. You have the big park on, the benches are heated. When you're play, when you're actually playing, your adrenaline's going. It's those TV timeouts that can really get you, though. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think I have enough adrenaline. I did Bear Grylls a couple times where we went to Norway. We went to, like, the mountains in Northern California, and it was, like, minus two. We're hanging off cliffs and jumping off helicopters. And I still fr- – there was never a moment where my adrenaline won out over the cold. I was freezing the entire time. I think in every way possible, Eric, you're just a bigger man than I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could say that. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> – how hard is it to change positions on the offensive line? And I ask because we've had to see this a bit in a few different situations, uh, you know, with the Rams, with Cincinnati, big uh, big line changes, uh, even with the Chargers a bit. You had to do this. You had to move uh, center guard, guard center. So how hard is that? Because it seems like it's just one position and one slot over, but what's the difference? Yeah, you know, there's different nuances with each position. Now, luckily, when I was playing right guard, my right hand was down, go to center, my right hand is down. When you flip to the opposite side, it can be really tough on some of these tackles and guards. And I've heard it explained, try and use the restroom and wipe with your opposite hand. It's just when you have muscle memory one direction, 
it can be difficult. And I know it seems like it would be so easy, but you're talking about years of working on movement patterns that you have to completely reverse. And it's not always as easy as it seems. Do some guys pick it up a lot easier and it's almost the most simple transition and then others Again, it's like playing golf the opposite hand. I mean, is it that drastic? I don't know if it'd be as drastic as playing golf with the other hand, but, you know, those guys that can do it and adapt very quickly, those guys are probably really good athletes. And and I say that most guys on an NFL field are going to be really good athletes, but those superior athletes, they can flip back and forth with, with more ease than someone who's not quite as athletic. You know, obviously, Dable coming from Buffalo, now yeah, head coach of the Giants, did you expect to see that team and that culture turn around or and turn around so fast? No, I didn't because it it seemed like they were going to have a similar trajectory to that 2018 Bills team that really struggled. Josh Allen's first season, uh, really, they started with Nathan Peterman to start the year, and then Josh Allen takes over. But they had a ton of salary cap trouble and not a ton of talent on the team. And when you looked at the way this team with the Giants is built, it's not far off. You're thinking, hey, we're building towards the future. We're going to try and draft well. Eventually, we'll get our long-term quarterback in there. But this team has come out and played great ball. Brian Dayball is simply out-scheming people at times. And to me, it's been fun to watch. I texted Joe Shane and Brian Dayball after the first game when they went for two against the Titans, and they could have tied it and tried to go to overtime, but they both said, we wanted to instill that winning mentality. And now I guess it's paid off, but I'll say this. They are playing a brand of football that can win right now, and they're simply pounding people with Saquon Barkley and doing it in so many different ways. You know, we haven't seen the Wildcat used this much in years, but he's using the talent he has up there. Well, even with Daniel Jones, and, you know, last week Daniel Jones threw for 200 and rushed for 100, and it feels like, and you can correct me because you're far more knowledgeable on this than I am, what Dayball's doing is building an offensive system that Jones can thrive in instead of forcing him into a system that already exists. Is there anything to that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what the best coaches do. You know, this offense does not look like the offense that he ran the last four years in Buffalo when he had a different set of playmakers on offense. And so he's adapted to it. He has more of a run blocking offensive line as opposed to a pass blocking offensive line. The most talented player on their team is Saquon Barkley. Okay, how do we use this asset? We're going to run the football more. We're going to get in these power sets with an extra offensive lineman, two tight ends on the field, and we're going to let Saquon run the ball both ways. It's fun to watch. Do you still wish you were playing only because you'd have Josh Allen behind you at center? You know what? I was given a contract extension before the 2017 season to be that veteran center for whoever the Bills would end up drafting. Now, it ends up being Josh Allen, who's an incredible person, incredible player. Yes, I would I would, I would, would want to still be playing pro football for many reasons, but Josh Allen would pretty much be up there as one of the top ones. If anything, you know, you pour into a young guy like that, and that's a way that you can leave a legacy in the NFL as well. Do you watch him and flinch when he decides to run through somebody? I mean, he's a big guy, obviously, and can run. But still, he's the prize. He's the guy that's making that whole offense move. Are you ever like, bro, just get out of bounds or slide? Yes, all the time. All the time. And I talked to him before a preseason game. I believe it was in 2019 or 2020. And I said, hey, you know, the goal today, 
don't get touched one time. It's a preseason game. And he said, you know, sometimes I just like that little bit of contact early. It gets me into the game. I'm like, well, we're going to have to break you out of that sometime soon. But I'll say this about Josh Allen. And people get on him about how much he decides to run the ball himself because Ken Dorsey, their offensive coordinator right now, he's not calling that many designed runs. But Josh Allen will take off out of the pocket. If you completely take that out of his game, maybe he's not as dynamic through the air. And really, you don't want to ever take away any of that competitiveness that makes him so great. Why does a center have to be so intelligent? Talk talk, dumb guy, because, again, I, I never played offensive line, never played at a level where I've, some of these plays that are called are so crazy. But they always say the center and the quarterback are the two smartest people on the field. Why, what do you have to know as center? Well, I'll say this. Based upon your central location in the offense, and you're generally dictating a lot of the blocking assignments at the line of scrimmage, mainly because you have the best vantage point to be able to tell people on both sides of you. It'd be really hard for the left tackle to communicate all the way across the line. And so based upon the central location, you are in charge of diagnosing the defense, the blitz, and then ultimately getting everyone on the page. And so it requires... I don't want to even say intelligence, but some very quick thinking with that play clock running down in high-pressure situations. If you see a guy blitzing on the right, how, how do you say to your your right – well, I guess right – your left tackle that – are you able to say right? I'm getting my, my sides confused. Let's just say someone's blitzing on a side. How do you tell that tackle that there's someone coming? Like, what's the terminology you use? So it, it kind of depends on the blocking scheme. Like you could tell everyone on the line, we're going to slide the entire, like if we think the left defensive end is dropping and someone's blitzing off the right side, we might slide the entire offensive line that way and leave the running back for that defensive end who's likely dropping. Or it could be some sense where the left side is just man-to-man, one-on-one against whoever, and then we're going to slide center over to the right side. It can, it's generally R&L words, you know, Rip, Liz, Ram, Lion. You can get more creative, New York, L.A., East and West. Uh, you know, you can get more creative with it. Do you ever, Do you have fake audibles? Look, we'll use audible for this. Do you have, like quarterbacks do, where they'll get up and they'll say a bunch of crap and it doesn't mean anything? Or like in baseball? Uh, yeah, do you have fake ones? Always. And we know which ones hit the parabolic mics on TV that are picking up the sound. And so if we said something on a pass play, one of the first run plays of the game, we're the next game, we're going to throw it out there. We're going to all say it. We want the defense to never be able to trust their ears. And with as great as the broadcasts are nowadays, they can pick up a lot of your calls simply from the broadcast. So, yeah, we're, we're giving dummy calls all the time throughout a game. You went in as a first-round pick out of Louisville. And when you go in as a first-rounder, is there more of an expectation, even a spoken expectation on you than someone coming in that was drafted in round three or four? Yeah, I think so. And and some of it's spoken and some of it's internal pressure that you put on yourself. But, you know, when you when you become a first-round draft pick to an organization, they're saying that we want you to be an integral piece of this moving forward. When I got to the Bills, we ended up being in the longest playoff drought in all of professional sports. So I put a lot of weight on my own shoulders as a first-round draft pick of being one of the guys that would get us out of that playoff drought and thank God we were able to in that 2017 season, which ultimately became our last. Are the Bills going to win it this year, you think? I think so. I mean, I do think that they're the best team in the league. I think they're battle-tested. Um, that being said, there's just so many factors between now and February. But if you're looking at who's the best team on now, yeah. I like the Bills for sure. And now a message from our sponsor. You want to talk about exciting? DraftKings is exciting. You're watching a game. Maybe it's a game that you didn't love until you go, you know what? I'm going to go to DraftKings 
and really try to get a couple extra smiles here. Now, DraftKings makes it very exciting. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, unbeatable offers. New customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Right now, everybody can boost their winnings with DraftKings. Stepped up, same game parlays. That is right. So go, you can bet the spread. You can bet the money line. You can bet the over-under. There's so much. You can bet rushing yards. It is amazing. I love it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BOBBYSPORTS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code BOBBYSPORTS. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369. How hard is it to transition? Because I know you've done a great job at this going into the private, the business community as well. You're, I mean, you, you play at Louisville, you're a freshman All-American, you're killing it at every level, and football is then over. It's everything that you've done from probably age six until you retire, and now it's like it's spinning you because you have to go and pursue something you've never done before, which is a non-football life. How hard was that for you, and what do you do first when that happens? Yeah, there's obvious challenges here transitioning into something foreign for you and you got to take a certain level of humility into all situations understanding there's so much you don't know about the business world about the broadcast world and try to be a constant learner and really I had to channel some of my really kind of earlier football journey in this I was only given one scholarship coming out of high school I had one scholarship to the University of Louisville and so kind of that mindset that I took to be then become a first round draft pick was just stacking daily wins. What's a winning day in college, a a great workout, a great practice, watching film, whatever that may be. Okay. What's it going to look like in this next chapter of life? And part of that is knowing where you want to get to. Like for me, I want to be a rock star dad and husband. I want to succeed in the broadcast world. I want to make sound investments and uh, be successful financially as well. I want to be strong in my faith. Okay. What do I need to do each and every day to stack wins to make that happen? Because I'm not going to be an overnight success in business or broadcasting, just like I was not an overnight success in football. Stacking wins. I like it because it's it's very small goals to get the big prize. Because, again, every single day, you do it right all the little ways. Usually big things happen. Like, I can appreciate that outlook. Do you talk about this on your podcast? I do. I do. I talk about it often. In my podcast, What's Next with Eric Wood, we've had everyone from – athletes to entertainers to country music singers to CEOs to pastors. I want to learn from everybody. And I, I truly do believe you can learn from anybody out there. And, and, and something that often comes up to your point about stacking wins, we often can overestimate what we can get done in a day or a week and way underestimate what we can get done in one to five years. These big goals seem so unattainable, but as anybody that has built a platform even like you have, Bobby, it's constant daily wins, stacking them one after the other, and then all of a sudden, now you're sitting in a position where you have millions of people listening to you. Yeah, I did a show on Saturday night, um, a stage show, so I do comedy and motivational speaking, and I was talking about training for a triathlon, which I hate. I hate running. I hate running in every way, and when it was like, you need to go train to run 10 miles, I, I don't like that. I can't see 10 miles and go, wow, I could do it, but when I ran tree to tree before I knew it, two miles. Six miles. I was just running tree to tree, small, 
small, look wow. at that tree, go to it. Go to that tree, go to it. Go to that house, go to it. Before I knew it, I was able to do 10 miles because I didn't look at the 10 miles as, okay, I got to go out and tackle 10 miles as one big bite. I looked at it as one little, I just stacked wins. That's what I did. I stacked, just like you're saying there, that is exactly how I got through some of the most uh, challenging large goals was look at it as a lot of little tiny goals. And I can definitely subscribe to your theory there, Eric. Well, I'll say this. I had uh, uh, Rob O'Neill on my podcast, who was the Navy SEAL who killed Osama bin Laden. He was also there rescuing Captain Phillips. And I asked him how he got through Bud's training. He wasn't a great swimmer. If you look at him, he's not the most physically imposing guy. And he said, early on, I got some great advice to just quit tomorrow. Don't quit today. Make it to breakfast tomorrow. And after breakfast, quit then. And often we will quit just before we get to that goal or we'll quit too soon. But if you make it tree to tree, or if you just make the breakfast the next day, all of a sudden you have all that hard work behind you and you're fulfilled. All right. So you guys check out what's next with Eric Wood. That's his podcast. Hey, what is your relationship with Dano seasoning? Yeah. So I am part owner of Dano seasoning, which is a seasoning company that's based out of Louisville, Kentucky, all natural, no sugar, low sodium, gluten-free, um, all ingredients that you can read and you understand what they are. And for me, I've been on this weight loss journey since leaving the NFL. I played at about 310 pounds. I walk around maybe 245, 250 now. So this goes right in line with that. But I had Dan Oliver on my podcast, Dan O, Dan, o, Dan Oliver on my podcast. And I loved his story of just perseverance, him starting a seasoning company when he was fired from his dream job, now working at a bar, cooking in the kitchen. And someone said, this is the best chicken I've ever had. Would you use to cook it with? He takes that and pivots. Um, and, and really, COVID directed the business. He gets on TikTok, gets a couple million TikTok followers, and now he'll do eight figures in sales this year and doing one heck of a job. So that's a, that's a company I've really enjoyed being a part of. And when you transition out of the NFL, you're always looking for that kind of next team, that next locker room, and that Danos team has been great for me. Uh, one final question for you, Eric. I'm going to go to Tampa. What do you think is the biggest issue going on right now in Tampa with the Bucks and Brady? Man, it's hard to put your finger on. Uh, they don't look very explosive on offense. The big plays aren't there, but something just seems a touch off with Brady and the offense. Defensively, they're not making the big spots that they were the last couple of years, but, uh, but offensively there's something just a touch off and that can happen when there's off field distractions and look, uh, a failing marriage and everything that's going on with Tom Brady and who knows what else uh, with other guys, off field distractions can cause a lot of that. And, and I feel for those guys in that locker room because that's a tough situation to be in when you have the greatest quarterback of all time and you just can't seem to put it together. Are you guys check out what's next with Eric Wood, and also I'm gonna give me some Dano seasoning because I, I'm no sugar. I do no sugar. I, it's hard except for on Saturdays because I love sugar. But I'm gonna give me some seasoning with no sugar Dano seasoning. Eric, I appreciate you. Congratulations on you know all the moves after all the moves you made while in the NFL. Your transition has been you know um, really inspiring to see. And thank you for the time today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. And we will make sure we send you some products so you don't have to rush out and get it. We will send you some product, Bobby. I was already warming up the car. All right, I'll shut it down. I'll shut it down. Eric Wood, thank you, Eric. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, likewise. Thank you, Bobby. See you, man. All right, thanks to Eric Wood. Really cool. Love that we can get guests like that that can actually teach us stuff. Mm -hmm. Because we say a lot of stuff, but... We don't know. Chris. How much do we actually know? <laughs>
<laughs> we don't know anything. You know, we have opinions. We don't come here thinking that people are going to listen to this show to learn how to run a cover three. Uh, yeah. What is a cover three? Yeah. Uh, three dropping three. Back, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. I got it. You dropped five back, Eddie. <laughs> you know what? Um, don't even a nickel. No. A dime. No. It's just more drugs. No. <laughs> then it's, no. It's more secondary folk types by removing linebackers and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, you got it. It's good. What are we supposed to do? Nobody wants to hear these shows break down schemes. No. There, there's podcasts like that, and if that's what you want to listen to. Yeah, yeah. but don't. Yeah. By the way, I did look. Mike, here's a question for you. Okay. I looked at some podcast ratings, and we were in the top 100 for the first time I've, that I saw, for top overall 100. But then I went to sports, and we weren't even listed in the sports category, but we were way over the sports ones in the sport. So are we not listed as a sports podcast? We are. Something was up because we were in the overall top 100. And then I went and looked, because I saw some sports podcasts that we were beating, mm-hmm. some, some pretty big ones. And then I went and looked, and we weren't even in above those that we were beating in the overall. That's weird. Sometimes the way they categorize those, it's thrown off. Yeah, I was like, I guess we're not a sports, but we were in the overall top 100 really? on this podcast, That's which is pretty amazing. cool. It was like 97, so don't get a boner too big, but <laughs> okay. it was still the first time that I had seen this show break into the overall top 100. Love it. 97 and climbing. Right. Well, it fell pretty quick. I'll yeah. be honest with you. The next day, it was not there. <laughs> so, oh, oh, dang. No. That was a short I think climb. it's based on uh, it goes up. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, they rush to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then they I just chill. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We never expected this to really get as big as it has. And now we're faced with that. You know, when do we quit? Oh, we're quitting? After, well. 25 whistles. We're almost there. <laughs> we're 20. We've we're almost there. And we're in week going seven, pretty fast. dude. I've asked Eddie not to uh, put the camera too close to my face. I had mouth surgery, and I've tried not to talk about it a whole lot, but the whole right side, left side of my face is so sore, the top part, and I have ulcers all under my lip. Those inside ones that feel like cuts, mm-hmm. all under. I got one on my gums, one on the side. My lip busted right here, and so it has been pretty difficult. The lip cracked from Hard. being dry. Hard. Well, you know, you may feel bad, but you don't look bad. Like, is it, that's not me hitting on you. I'm just saying, like, it feels like it is the fattest lip in the history of lips. It's not. Mm. They put that thing in your mouth to hold your mouth open, and it gets dry. And it's on me to not. Oh yeah. And it it busted, and so now it's gonna cut. Oh. And it's healing now, but now I feel my pulse in my lip. This, <laughs> Honestly, when we were playing golf yesterday, I thought you had herpes, so I kind of like. I, I'm good. I'm glad well, to know that it was a crack. we kiss after the third and sixth hole, and we didn't. <laughs> I was playing so well, I wanted to kiss you. I And I called my doctor. I was like, hey, what do I do about this? Do I have a fever blister? Is it a cold sore? I've never had one. And he was like, you ever had one? I said, no. He goes, it's not that then. He said, you ever go, you've been to the dentist? I said, oh, yeah. He goes, did, I said, oh, my lip busted at the dentist. He goes, that's it. He goes, how did you not? He goes, is it above the teeth that's been? I said, oh, yeah, it is. Because literally, <laughs> at, I mean, it's right here. He's like, you idiot. He's like, everything says to you. That this is the issue. Uh, all right, let's go and get in. Adam stats. Adam has all your stats for you. Adam stats. We're gonna start in uh, in college football. Y- y'all know Jimbo Fisher's just been my favorite dude to pile onto this year. Um, from the very get go, uh, the number is two. That's how many greenback American dollars it will cost you to go to Kyle Field and watch the Aggies host you can get the Ole Miss Rebels. You can get a ticket for $2 right now. On well, that's Up. cool. Wow. That's yeah. a deal. I got one of those dollar bills in my yeah. house. <laughs> Come on. That's Come safe on. for some reason. Get me into a game. Really? A $2 bill? Yeah, I got a $2 bill. Yeah, that, okay. That's a far that's fall a good from, the, from the average $128 fans paid for the wow. season opener versus Sam Houston State. So there you go. 
Um, the other one for the NFL, um, we've talked a lot about how nutty uh, the games have been this year. Lots of bad football played uh, right now in the NFL. Um, this season, the NFL has recorded its lowest average margin of victory in the history of the league. Very, very few blowouts this year. Um, but that's kind of a mind-blowing stat to me. Uh, every game outside of the Bills and Chiefs, just straight-up coin toss. Um, translation? Vegas is making a lot of money. Yeah, um, unders there, are hitting like crazy, and yeah. I hate betting unders because they're the most boring things to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I never bet an under. I almost never bet an over either. But if I'm gonna bet anything for extra fun, I bet the over, just because I'm gonna watch defense. Yeah, no, God no. That's my a hard thing to root for. My favorite is the over because once you hit it, you're like, all right, time to get a beer. <laughs> uh, I won that one. Yeah. Uh, is there an NFL game this year that you guys have lost money on that you were sure was gonna be? A moneymaker. Uh, all of them? Yeah, I mean, I'm look, I, I pulled my list up, and it's all the games. Yeah, it's the <laughs> Every single scrolling. game. Yeah, I mean, I could pick any of them. Uh, the Colts and the Titans, when the Colts were, were given two and a half points, I was like, for sure they'll do that, and they didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, I have, I have 20 here. I've lost so much on the, Ra- on the Ravens because they come out with, like, a huge lead and then somehow <laughs> end up winning by, like, three points. You know what? I'm going to go to the last one. When I bet the Patriots minus four against the Bears, mm. I was like, there's no way. That's yeah. so dumb. I was like, there's no way they lose this. What? What? And then they just ran the ball. The Chicago ran the ball. Uh, designed quarterback runs the whole time and had the Patriots number. And I was like, what's happening? Heck, at halftime, I was like, oh, they got this. You're right. It's unbelievable. They got blasted. I forgot how passionate I was about this. I couldn't believe it. So there's one that I was like, I cannot believe this is the Bears. The Bears? What's yeah. happening? They haven't done anything right all season. What's happening right yeah. now? Yes, that's the one. So, yes, a lot of unders, a lot of parody. Which is the reason I say the Green Bay game, it probably won't, Eddie. Yeah. But I'm just saying it is a shred. It's, it leaves a shred for me to go. You never know. It's the NFL. It happens. It's the NFL. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam. Thank you. Yes, sir. Adam stats. That's Adam stats. He's got those stats for you. I like those stats. Uh, I do want to talk about Tom and Giselle for a second because apparently sources confirm that it is all, all, all about football. Yeah. That's what we figured. Sounds right. They've just changed the narrative a bit. First, it was all about football. Then it wasn't. There was apparently more family. But really, a source is now saying the problems between Brady and Giselle are entirely about football. Tom threw his family and many sports fans a curve when he unretired, which I thought was awesome. I love a good uh, Listen, every time Brett Favre came back, I was like, it's awesome. Yes, <laughs> yes. I didn't even care who he played for. I just like drama. That's why I love quarterback controversies. I just love I love a storyline. <laughs> When they'd follow Brett Favre from the airport, oh, they'd get yeah. a helicopter <laughs> showing like an old truck driving from the air. I was like, this is, this is it. Everybody, everybody wearing Wranglers. That's him. Yeah. He's back. I saw him. <laughs> Cut in. I don't care what show I'm watching. <laughs> Cut into it. Uh, so it apparently is all about football and him saying, I'm out, and then him saying, I'm coming back. But boy, that's a lot. Yeah, it's not football. That's respect. He did not respect his wife's wishes. And I think we all know the married ones in this room. Like, what are you thinking? So the, the story that I read that from Hollywood Life, I like to say, first of all, the, the source could be anybody. It could even be Tom Brady, right, setting up a story. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Um, yes, it is about respect, and it is about the fact if he told her, let's just look at some possibilities. Maybe he said to her two years ago, I'm going to play one more. Maybe they had a huge fight two years ago. Yeah. Massive. And she's like, okay, we're not going to get divorced, and I'm going to give you one more season. And that was the last. And, and okay, he got one more season. That's it. And he's like, okay. And then I'm retiring. Like maybe the big fight was two years ago. Mm-hmm. After he won the Super Bowl, maybe with the Bucks. And he told maybe he yeah. uh, 
If we're doing maybes, because that's what everybody's doing. Lots of maybes. <laughs> but if we're just assigning maybes, let's just do our own. Okay. Yeah. Years ago, he said, I'm going to win a Super Bowl, I'm out. And yeah. they had built their life depending on that. And then he changed it. And she's so mad. And she's like, I want to get a divorce. And they have counseling. And like, you know what? I'm going to play one more year. The compromise was one more year. They did that compromise, which she didn't want to do, because that's not what he said, but they compromised. And then he goes back again and does, I'd be pissed too. Yeah, I got a maybe. Uh, Giselle knew about Deflate Gate, and she's like, "Look, you need to come clean and tell everyone all about right. you flattening yes. the balls." Right. Yes. He all said, right. "No, there's no way I'm going to do it." And she said, "Do it, or I get a divorce." It's the only thing that makes sense. Here we go. Oh, Tom Brady's still so good looking. <laughs> what? He's he looks kind of weird now, though. He's too skinny. I think man. he had like a nose job or something. Something, right? Nose, nose job? job? Really? Or, uh, or maybe a cheek thing cheek? or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he just lost a lot of weight because those cheekbones maybe. are popping. Maybe yeah, I think something's up. I'm into it. I think he's a real. You're I think, into it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a really good-looking guy. Like, how lucky are you to be a great quarterback and that good-looking? It's like America's position. Well, everything You're, suffers, though, man. But like, huh? You, you can't have it all. So here we go. The family suffers. But he's had it forever. He's yeah. got the cheeks. He's got the game. He's, he's got losing the, the family. He got the. Yeah. He does have the money? You get another supermodel's gonna be lining up for him. Uh oh, for sure. I mean, probably, they're probably two at a time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. I look at him I'm like, dang, look at this guy. He's like probably better looking now than he's ever been. Do you honestly think, though, that this is why he's not performing the way he usually performs? Um, I think they have like eight. So, okay, this is going to air on Friday. Mm-hmm. We did this late Thursday, but we didn't, we didn't get to watch the game, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to say this. We haven't seen the game. They have like eight people injured. So, no. I don't. I think you don't think is, the personal life is getting. I think it's. But I've said before. I think the personal life is the easy story to make out of everything. Do I think it could be affecting it a little bit? Sure. But I think in his whole career, he's had incidents happen yeah. that have been really big, and he was able to compartmentalize and play. He's a champion. But guys, we've seen the goats fall when their personal life crumbles. We've seen it in Tiger Woods as soon as his personal life fell. But he was also playing when he got a girl pregnant and left her to go to. Is a whole. Tom. Yeah. Nah, seems like a. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a crazy. He got a his crazy girl thing. pregnant and left her two months. I know. That was a, so long ago. You forget. That about was, that. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. So my point is, yeah, it could be a factor. It could be a weighing factor. Once, but they don't have that. They, they don't they're have not receivers. Like oh, yeah. They don't. They're missing linemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they had eight people out yeah. going into the game last night. And so, and I believe they were again. Where this is, oh, we haven't seen the game, so you guys can roast me hard. I think <laughs> they win. And they're they're at a couple point dog. They were uh, one last time I saw. Was yeah, it? we haven't seen the game, but I, you know, they lost. <laughs> so one Let's of us do two versions <laughs> and, and leave them both. Yeah. Leave them both up. And Eddie, I'll do the first one. All right, you do the second one. I told you guys never doubt Tom. Like he's been through a lot of adversity. The guy has won more Super Bowls than anybody else. He is the greatest of all time, and that was hard for me to say because I think Peyton Manning is the greatest actual in-game quarterback, but Tom Brady is a champion. Tom Brady is the greatest, and last night was just a bit of what you're going to see the rest of the year. They're going to patch it together. They're going to make it to the playoffs, and then once they get there, let's go. If people are healthy, that's the guy you want leading. I told you last night the Bucks would win, and here we go. All right, now do Russell Wilson. All right, Eddie, you're up. Do, uh, <laughs> do, do they lost? You got it. Look, we hate to see the goats fall down, right? It's tough, but it's tough. but it is it is what it is. Tom's having a terrible year. You saw it last night. Mm. He couldn't make anything happen. I know we want the goat to be winning again. This is it, guys. It's over. It's over for Tom. You saw it last night. I hate to say it, but it's. I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs after this loss. What play was it last night where you thought this game's over and Tom just doesn't have it anymore? Oh, the last minute pick, man. Oh. I mean, I mean, you can't. You throw in a double coverage like that. You're crazy. Yeah, I mean. 
the, when he slept on the banana pill. <laughs> oh, the sprinklers came up? Yeah, that ha- it was cr- I couldn't believe it. Stupid. I think somebody smashed the Buffalo Wild Wings button. Yeah, it's it it tough. Yeah, poor Tom. And I just I just hope that he's able to bounce back. I mean, when Giselle ran on the field last night screaming at him. <laughs> that was a protest. It, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And so I hope they patch it together. But you're right, Eddie. Yeah, they lost you, last night, and it was not good. And I told you guys. It is only uphill from here. <laughs> And scene. Nice. And we'll leave both those in. And yeah. Someone's going to be right. Whichever one you like the most, just go with it. I think we were too uh, detailed on mine, though. Because I don't think there's going to be a banana peel or you never a pick know, at buddy. the end of the game. If that happens, though. <laughs> oh, dude. Geniuses. Mm-hmm. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients with seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Subscribe to HelloFresh and check Save Money off your fall to-do list. It's chick, chick. No more having to worry about that. HelloFresh has got you at 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too. With HelloFresh, ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. Pre-portioned ingredients make cooking a snap. Cut down the food waste. HelloFresh is amazing. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BobbySports65 and use that code BobbySports65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Bobby Sports 65 for 65% off plus free shipping with the code Bobby Sports 65. There you go. Uh, Mike Evans and the autograph story has been interesting. They come off the field last week and you see Mike Evans signing something for a referee. And my first thought was, why would they do that in public? I don't care what it is. Why would you even? They were in the tunnel, though. That's still public. There's people with phones. That's public. Yeah. That's why that's how they got caught. As soon as they saw the phone, it no, all no, no, ended. Don't do it there. Don't do it there. Yeah, I know. And I know what they're saying. They both are A&M folks. They're hooking the ref up with a golf pro. I get it. And if that's all fine, and but don't do that there. Yeah. You have to be smart enough to not do it there because then people are going to go, mm, that's shady. Because it looked shady. I actually believe the golf story. You do? Yes. But it looks shady af. Mm-hmm. So does a so a ref can't be a fan? Or, no. or, or not even a fan. A ref can't get an autograph for a niece. Uh, I don't know the rule, but not in public. No. And crazy. I would think no. I would think the answer is no. no. But I don't that know sucks the for rule. Refs. But no, I think that's part of it. You have to remain with no bias. And bias would be, hey, you're my favorite player. Okay. Will you sign my wiener? Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like living in Nashville. You don't you don't go to the restaurant and see your favorite country singer, and you're a country singer too. You don't just like interrupt that guy's meal to go grab an autograph for your for your cousin. See, I feel like it's more like uh, a cop. Well, I feel like this is different than that because this is somebody who has to regulate. Yeah. Yeah. This is like yeah. if you're the person doing the awards for the CMAs and you're the one that's put in charge of making sure the right winner and yet yeah. you see Morgan and you go up to Morgan Wallen who's nominated and be like before <laughs> they announce it be like, "Bro, will you sign this CMA card for me for my niece?" Yeah, whatever, yeah. but it's like but but you're the one that's picking who's going to win the CMA and you want the guy signing it because you're a big It just feels even though it's probably not. Yeah, I don't think it is. But it just sucks for refs. They can't be like, I mean, you know, they're around all these superstars and they can't get one autograph. It sucks for them. Yeah, but who wants an autograph anymore? Autographs are old school. Yeah. Unless it's like on memorabilia, that that memorabilia means something. Ooh, like a jersey or something? That'd, That'd be, be cool. cool. Especially yeah. as a grown man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. grown men like grown asking men for is autographs weird. is yeah. weird. Like a kid is cool. But there yeah. are grown men that if I go play a show at the Ryman or if I'm doing the Opry and I have to go there's like grown men that are like hey will you sign this for me and i always am but i'm always if it's a grown man by himself and he's like yeah. 53 and yeah. he's got a picture of me printed out 
I always am like, interesting. thanks, man. And I don't know if he's really just a fan. That's awesome. But I always feel like he's selling it or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I'm always like, are we? Sh-? I'm like, I'll sign it, but it feels a little weird. You remember Josh Hamilton for the the Rangers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to. A, I was at a game and he was walking down to the dugout, and there was all these fans and an, a guy threw the baseball down to him to sign, and so he signed it. And he threw it back to the guy, and the guy caught it. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, give it to the girl. I don't want you to have it. Give it to the little girl right there. And the guy that gave him the baseball was like, but I gave it to you. He's like, yeah, I don't want you to have it. I want the girl to have it. And so he gave it to the girl. The guy's like, well, all right. That was kind of weird. Kids. But Josh Hamilton's like, what do you want it for? You're probably going to sell it. Give it to the little girl. Right. She'll like it more. Yeah. Uh, the Bears traded Robert Quinn to the Eagles. I mean, Eagles just loading up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even like the Eagles really needed them. No, but it's they're... depth, and they are dynamic. I did just see, by the way, just came through. Is Kadarius Tony went to the Chiefs? He did. Yeah. they needed that. Just happened. Yeah. I wonder if he's is he healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Third. Uh, third and a sixth. Wow. For they got a third and a sixth. And a sixth. Wow. Oh, got him. Stand by. What are you picking him up right now? Yep. <laughs> We're Eddie, all pausing for get this. <laughs> Stand by. Well, I just dropped a running back that I had, which maybe wasn't the best. I just don't have enough. Dude, I can't pick up any more Chiefs. I just picked up the Eagles defense, too, for this week. That's just a good defense in general. I know. I'm surprised they were still out there. And how the Packers were just, ugh. And he's probably not going to be ready this week. Kind of it, it's like McCaffrey when he played last week. You know, like how many plays do, do you know when you just joined the team two days ago? Uh, four, three around, or four? Yeah, I mean, M- McCaffrey asked for the book, and so he got it headed over. Yeah, yeah, but Which, I mean, he's not gonna memorize s- all those plays. Maybe, yeah, maybe these guys are just different. A lot of it's similar, just different lingo. Well, language, d- depending, you know? yeah, You're like. And he's been around long enough. And sometimes they call two plays at once in the huddle in case they check off. Yeah. Oh, like, really? It's like, I don't know those words you just said, buddy. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Uh, great. I can't even see who. I'm sure signs or something. Definitely signs. All right, idiot. He got there before I did. I of course, because he doesn't do anything for work. Like, he just sits there and watches players All right. move well, around. Well, whatever. So, teams making moves. We like it. Yep. You wish that, for Roger's sake, he could have. I mean, Tony been awesome for Green Bay. Although, I don't really want to go play in Green Bay it's, if I hate cold. Miserable. That sucks. Uh, okay, so the, the Eagles get better. Mm-hmm. That's great. They're good. Can, awesome. uh, can the Eagles win it, though? Yes. Yeah. For sure. I think they could. What I think they got a good shot. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're a top. <sighs> Winning the Super Bowl different. The power rankings, number one, the Chiefs. Number two, the Bills. This is your power uh, ranking? Yeah. Yeah. Number three, after we saw the game last night. The Bucks. Oh man! I mean, they're definitely a game changer. It's changing all sorts of needles. Yeah. Okay, let me do this. And I was gonna put the Bucks at number three, but after they lost last night, I can't even put them there. Smart, smart of you, man. The Bucks are terrible. We saw what we saw. Um, yeah, I guess the Eagles are three or three. four, huh? Yeah. And I only don't put them at three because I don't know who else I'd put there. I just, it's just hard for me. Uh, it, it all depends on Jalen Hurts, and if yeah. he, not that Josh Allen doesn't, but I feel like he's so he's not the same. No. Size the same, like get hit, get up type guy, or even just carry his team like Josh does. Yeah, maybe I had a shot though. He w- Allen has an extra year on him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Doesn't Josh Allen have one extra year on Hurts? Yes. 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 Yeah. So anyway, whatever. That's wait, fun. wait. That you stopped at three. What's a four? Well, I think the Cowboys are pretty good. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I like it. Uh -huh. I thought you'd put the Niners. How there. long do we make it before Cowboys talk? Well, that was it. Well, hey, I we, think got, the Cowboys, we got through a lot of stuff. I don't. I mean, the Niners are solid now. They've yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. The Bengals are are starting to look good. Yeah. Their offensive lines gelling. They're oh, it's tough. Hey, let me hear you. How about those boys? No, no. no. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll work on it. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so let's move to this. Let's do the, the update real quick. Any updates on our coaches we're booking? Kevin with the big lead. Good Shane one. Beamer. Amazing. Good one. Yes. Amazing. What a great interview. Eddie, anything? Oh, anything? I've, I'm about to move on with Auburn because that's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. like, Especially after the He's about to lose his job. He don't want to talk to us. Yeah. So, guys, I got an inside tip on someone who is meeting with Coach Dan Lanning from Oregon right now about us interviewing him on this podcast. Okay. I have an insider talking to him. Right, They're in a meeting right we'll now it. as we'll we do this. It. If you get it, we'll take it. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah, you'll take it. We'll take it. We'll count it. Mike, judges? Was that a DM on Instagram, Eddie? Damn it. <laughs> did you get that, too? Yeah, somebody hit me up about Son that. Of a oh. Wait, wait, wait. Did you respond, though, Mike? I haven't responded. It That's what like, I'm talking about. It feels like cheating. <laughs> what do you mean it's not cheating? You say any way we can get the coach. That's true. Yeah, Mike, what are you doing? Oh, I'm not in a position where I need that. Oh, I do. I'm in a bad position. So who's who is it? Listener? Uh, just yeah, buddy. It's the buddy who reached out. Somebody he, we know. He works for the. No, nah, he's just a listener. He works for the organization. Okay. And was meeting with Coach today. Okay. Oh, he's said, awesome. And he said on the agenda is your podcast. Okay. I, and there's a little bit. There's a trade. Yeah, they want to ask for something. Yeah. What? No, I mean, it's no big deal. It's a picture of you and me. Great. With him. With in, who? In Vegas. When we play our show? Yeah. No problem. You're That's what good I said. With that? What do you mean? I, Mike, of course he's good with it. Why not? Okay. I like how I, Mike had to bring that part up, not Eddie. Well, I wouldn't, we didn't need to bring it up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? with a meet and greet for a coach interview. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That'd be great. But I said, I, I kind of threatened him at the end. I said, if, if you don't come through with this, I'm going to ghost you. Why would you threaten I said, me? I will block you on yeah. Instagram. I will never answer we'll any message. We'll kick you out of the show. That's tickets, right. We'll find you and get you out of the room. That's what I told him. Good. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I accept it. At this yeah. point, we're scratching. We're clawing. Well, that's a go. And that's a good, that's a good one. That's That'd very be good awesome. One. Uh, Mike, any update? Yeah, I got no update. Okay. You moving on? No. Okay. Kevin? No update. Reached out. Heard, haven't heard him back yet. And you have? Right now, I have Mike Leach. And, uh, and nothing yet? Nothing. No. No that's response. That's a tough one, man. That is a tough one. Adam? Uh, I got a, got a confirmation uh, to get myself back at even par. From FCS Powerhouse, the University of Central Arkansas, Purple Bears. My guy Nathan Brown, head coach over there. He's going to come on and give me back this even par. He's going to talk about the uh, incredible striped turf they got down in Conway and all the good stuff they do on school? it. Yeah, man. Graduate from UCA. Hey, whatever it takes. Yeah, that's great. Let's go. That's back to even par. Get you back to even. That's cool. That's my dude right there, Nathan Brown. He was, he was a quarterback at UCA and uh, now is a head coach. He's got it rolling over there. So They're you booked it. it already? I, I haven't booked the time. I got to figure that out with Mike, but uh, but he he agreed to come on the show nice. this morning. All right. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, who's our team to win it all still? We're checking in real quick. Mike, mm -hmm. can you read us who we've all put our money on? I think I've moved mine like five or six times. You want to start college or NFL? College. College, Adam has Ohio State. Eddie has Alabama. Yes, sir. Kevin also has Alabama. I have Georgia. Bobby has Arkansas. No, I've moved mine. You moved it? I think so. Did I not? Okay, I'm going to sell Arkansas and move it to... You moved it once to Arkansas. Yeah, okay. I thought I, in my dream that I did. Okay. I think you went Bama first, right? Yeah, and then I moved off of them. Yeah, I was like, how right. am I not going to go with Arkansas? Okay, I'm going to go with... Georgia. With... Well, 
Mike's on it. Oh, you're already on Georgia? I can't get on it then. Mike owns that land. Okay, okay, okay. Did he say Ohio State? I'm going to go with you. I can't pick Tennessee, guys. You have to. <laughs> guys, hey. I'd rather shoot myself in the neck. But I'm going to go with Oregon. Oregon. Ooh, nice. No. What Michigan. do you mean? Michigan. Michigan. What's Michigan ranked? <laughs> Four? Four. Right? He's scraping. Yeah. They're in the mix. Four? Yeah. yeah. They're in the mix. If they beat, <laughs> yeah, they, they beat Ohio State, they'll State. get in. Yeah. 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 So I'm going with Michigan. I just can't do Tennessee. <laughs> It's against everything I stand for. Like I would if I if I was using my brain, I just can't. There, I I can't. Oh. You're thinking about it. Oh. Yeah, I guess you can't do it. Oh. Well, how about that? Well, if you Coach Heupel's gonna hear that and he's never gonna come on now. He should though. Be- that is respecting a team. Yeah. When you can't. That's what I just said earlier. I should hate you because it drives me crazy. You win. I want people to be like Arkansas. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Mike. Uh, pro teams. Pro teams. Uh, Wait, how much money do I owe now? One dollar, then to two. Oh, four buck, four more dollars. So seven total. Uh, yes. One for the first one, then two when I switched it. Multiply that times two. Four. Oh, four. oh seven dollars. Seven dollars. Okay. For NFL, I have the Bucks. Kevin has the Bucks. Adam <laughs> has Bengals. Yeah. Eddie has the Bills. <laughs> Bobby has the Chiefs. Yes, sir. And uh, Jordan Davis has the Bills. Okay. I still like where I sit there. Anybody want to change? Uh-uh. Bucks. And then you Ray- guys better call a new team if you're going to call it. No, um, after they won last, last night. night. Yeah. <laughs> guys, can I change mine to the Eagles? You can. You can. Oh wow! Well, let's of course. Go. Yeah. Adam doubling up his money, one to two dollars, and moving over to the Eagles. Now, Kevin, after they won last night. Yeah. Now, Kevin, after they lost last night. <laughs> <laughs> they still got it. Mm-hmm. They're in a weak division. Uh, all right. Uh, one better. Fifty bucks will win one hundred twenty-five thousand bucks if Houston beats Philly. And this will be really cool if the World Series ends up with the Astros being a winner. Mm. One better. A gambler took a $50 shot predicting the Astros would beat the Phillies in the World Series. Both. I picked up all of it. That's a tough bet. Mm. So he bet 50 bucks. And when did he make that bet? Yeah, the of the There's season. a cash out offer of 48000 Massive profit. But if he hits it, 125000 bucks. Oh I'm cashing out. Yeah, I'm probably hedging yeah. it in some way. Yeah. I don't think I'm cashing out, but I'm going to hedge it where at least I'm making like 25 grand at worst. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's do the parlay. I've really, I've, I've not had a good run. Do you need me back in it? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All righty then. On the year, still very successful, Just, but it's what have you done for me lately. I, I understand that. Uh, reminder, the 25 Whistles podcast here brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. The parlay is money line three in a row, Arkansas, Oklahoma, South Carolina. Arkansas over Auburn, Oklahoma over Iowa State, which that's basically a pick em, and South Carolina over Missouri. If you bet 50 bucks, you win 250 bucks right now if we're looking at it. I don't know what's going to be there. If you don't have DraftKings Sportsbook app, download it, get the action in. It's all awesome. Take the 25 Whistles Parlay. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code Bobby Sports When you download the app, 21 and up, most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for games and resources. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Or call or text 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y, 467-369. All right. Quickly we got to move here. The game you're most excited about. I'll go first. Kentucky at Tennessee. I think it's going to be closer than people think. It's at Tennessee. Let's go BBN. 
That's Big Blue Nation. I was wondering <laughs> what that was. Eddie. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go Colts and Commanders. I want to see what Sam Ellinger is all about. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Kevin? I'm going Pats and Jets. I got to see Mac Jones back. The Jets are on a Bring roll, it. so let's Oof. see. Bring it. That'd be tough. That's That'd bias tough. alert. What? Uh, yeah. You do it every week. I know, uh, but know. I didn't do it this he week. Bias alert. alert. Bias alert. Thank you. Idiot. Adam. Ring it for me, too, because Arkansas-Auburn, man, Arkansas needs to win this game. I want to see them back in the top 25, man. I want to see them, see them get it back together and roll down the well, stretch. I can pick Arkansas, too. Guys, we got to stop picking our, our favorite teams. That's what uh, I said, dude. That's the first one I've picked a, of Arkansas, though. Come what on. What the heck is happening here? I've been <laughs> saving all year. Then, yeah. then we get we get questions about the, the three and four Patriots and the tattle-tattle. Come on. Well, quarterback <laughs> controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I all agree right. with That's that. Fair. I agree with yeah. that. All right. Final thought, guys. As we go around the room here. Here's my final thought. The Giants are a big dog. Well, a three-point underdog, Seattle. Which I think it's, they're six and one. I love it. I'm a big Giants fan now. <laughs> All I'm, over it. You know what? I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. Are you? I'm a believer now. I haven't been. I may not be next week. But Daniel Jones, they're running an offense made for him. Yeah, what is happening? What the, it's, he rushed for 100 yards last week. Threw for 200. Seattle's good, too. If they and, can, and he looks goofy as crap doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, He was born for that. If they beat Seattle, it's all the same, but it's even more the same. You're like, wow, okay, I think they get I like it. And Seattle's pretty good, too. They literally in the division. Mm-hmm. So I'm my, I'm excited to see the Giants. I'm betting on the Giants. Plus three. And let's let it, let's let it rip, let it roll, you know? Damn what are you laughing right. at? Let it ride. I'm no, big, no, I'm big Daniel Jones fan all now. All over that bandwagon right now. <laughs> see, how's he a Cowboys fan? <laughs> you, you have a lot to learn. <laughs> about? About being a Cowboys fan. How about those <laughs> Whatever you guys say. Eddie? Okay. Oh, guys, you know Bones is my dude, right? But he said the stupidest thing yesterday. Yes, sir. Oh, wait, what? The dumbest thing I've ever heard him say. Go ahead. He said that in the NFL today, Boom. no injuries, Boom. he could run for 100 yards for a whole season as a running back. This is what I said. No, I if said I what you said. If I don't get hurt, I can rush for 100 yards. Complete. All in. 17 games. Oh, I could get 100 yards rushing all in. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> and wait, wait, you're not even counting that you're going to lose yardage, and that's going to count against you. I'm going so li- to line can- up right behind the center. <laughs> <laughs> Pull back every time. I think, listen, listen, I think I could get seven, eight yards a game total. Oh, my that, You're ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing <laughs> you've ever said. And that puts me over 100 yards. <laughs> can we bring this up to Jerry? Yeah. I think I could rush all season if I'm the primary back, 15 carries a game. I think I can rush for 100 yards through a season. <laughs> How stupid is that? Like, you guys think you you believe it? There's no way. <laughs> There's, no, There's way. no way. Hey, people have doubted me so my whole big life. And so fast. <laughs> no, 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 Bones, Bones, I believe in you. Dude. I really Michael do. Parson. By the way, let me read you my bets. You guys bet all these. These are all winners. Okay. Oh. Giants plus three. Oklahoma minus one. Arkansas minus three and a half. Ole Miss minus two at Texas A&M. Ah, screw it. Kentucky plus 12. <laughs> That's what you want to hear before a bet. Mm-hmm. Those are all winners. <laughs> Count them. Ah, screw it. Kevin. We've talked about the game so much today. Kentucky, Tennessee, and for the first time, I will be going to an SEC game. Yes. Going to Knoxville this weekend, and I am super stoked. Wow, good for you, man. I can't wait. That's awesome. Yes. Adam. Uh, I got to go to Hawaii for the first time last week. I was doing a mentor and for a songwriting uh, workshop thing down there. It was amazing. Uh, but I got to give a big shout out to my guy Raymundo stepping in last week with the content. Um, <laughs> when uh, when I say something and Bobby's like, "That's dumb," I'm usually like, "Yeah, you're probably right." But not Raymundo. <laughs> he sticks. Raymundo. He comes in and he says, 
you're probably going to die in a helicopter crash. And Bobby's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And Ray doubles down. He does. I like Ray. He's like, the science of helicopter flight, it just makes it up as he goes. Uh, it's, it was pretty amazing. I enjoyed that. Thanks, Ray. It was amazing. Love a good Raymundo. And he definitely makes it up as he goes. <laughs> uh, he does. Yeah. We are done. We'll see you guys next week. Go have more smiles and frowns. And thanks for listening. Follow us at 25 Whistles. Adam? Yeah. Blow us. Out. There he is. Game over. See you guys next week. Good show.